amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This week's episode of the Deck Turn Jumps podcast is brought to you by the Chernobyl Peace Prize. <laughs> now, <laughs> fuck shit, Connor. You know, in these current times of uh, economic and political <laughs> uncertainty, it's very important that uh, all the dodgy deals you do as a political party be covered up. Of course, yes. yeah, absolutely. So say, for example, you have, I don't know, uh, created an illegal war in Iraq in uh-huh. the mid-naughties and you want to blame... Uh-huh. A different country on that happening. Yes. You want to say, for example, somebody was putting a price on the head of your soldiers. Say, for example, <laughs> you were publicly selling off a national health service to uh, big corporations, and you want to blame that right. on a different political party, having ties with, I don't know, say, for example, the Russians, right? Right. Well, what the good, good people at the Chernobyl Peace Prize will do <laughs> is send a former KGB spy around to your house <laughs> to take the blame for anything you've fucking done. Has your mad caught you smoking? Don't worry about it. Sergey's got it covered. I've got one with me right now. Hey, Alexandrov, how are you doing? <laughs> What's happening, Alex? <laughs> Are you enjoying your time in Ireland? It is very good. <laughs> tell, me, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do all day? I, I like to drink vodka and uh, sometimes I work on nuclear reactor. I did uh, it there's, Mrs- no, there's no, no smoking here, Alex. Mrs. Bartlett, these are not Michael's cigarettes. These are my cigarettes. I do not want anything to do with the health service. <laughs> That's for done, yeah. Good man, Alexandrov. Listen. Does he know the, the... Is there a discount code? He's away. Where are you going to? Oh, for fun. I have to go take blame for the health service. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to www.chernobylpeaceprize.com forward slash da yum, you will get 25% off your first Dirty Rusky today. Play the intro. <laughs> yeah, what's up, motherfucker? I made that up on the way here. It was not funny. <laughs> it's just whatever. As soon as you started saying it, I was like, oh, holy fuck. Do you know what it was? I haven't practiced the voice. <laughs> I mean... He was here, it's real. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, hadn't, I didn't realize I couldn't do a Russian accent until I tried to do it, and then it came out fucking like a Middle Eastern terrorist. <laughs> so, you know I mean? we are... We are back now with another... It's it's the, it's near, it's the end of July or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know when the, the fuck it is. As uh, we know it's the end of the world. It's the... That's great. That's it starts uh, with an earthquake and all. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my version of R.E.M. song. Oh, is it? All right. I don't know what it was. Uh, it's a country and western remix. I thought you are having a stroke. <laughs> I had a stroke this morning. I oh, no, uh, you did not. I did not. I don't know when I had a hangover. Um, oh, no, no. You might go with a hangover? Never. Man, do you know what? I, f- I forgot. Sunday pub, night. Pubs are open again. Sunday night. Sunday night the, the Black Cat Club had our AGM, our weekly AGM, our bi-weekly AGM. <laughs> Does not mean it's a WGM. I but I, No, it's it's just a GM. It's just a session. It's, it's, it's but the A this, stands for annual. I, so if you have it every week, when it's I know what it's weekly. for. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to not admit I have a drink problem. All right. Don't mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> trying, to, trying to go once a year, maybe you know, special occasions to go where you get full. <laughs> you can try not to admit it, Mike, but um, I know for sure. Say, I yeah. think by my general weight and complexion, you can tell I fucking like a bit of the sauce. <laughs> uh, so I there's become this rolling theme where if if it's someone will just text into this WhatsApp group going, someday that <laughs> <laughs> around an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is not good. This right. is not so good. So the Black Cat Club Black, is... Black Cat uh, Club, it's... It's probably the most organised non-existent club that has ever existed. Uh, when it opens, it's going to be... And where it opens. It's or, like, fuck all's going to happen because you all get drunk in the right. van, I think. No, it's going to be amazing. Uh, I, look, I was looking forward to it before lockdown. I can't wait for it to I, take off. I can't fucking wait myself. Well, basically, uh, Andy McGibbon from the Bonnevilles. Shout out to Andy and the Bonnevilles. Um... I've talked. I talked about this loads of times. Yeah, they were we started. We well, started well, club was, and learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it was going to be a kind of a, a cool kind of music comedy club thing. Uh, so not only is it well planned, but also well advertised. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've talked about it a lot, and we're building up hype it for was, something. It was sold out. It's it's fucking yeah. deadly, and that's why we keep building up. We can fucking uh, double nighter. Exactly. That's the good thing about it is that uh, anybody who did buy tickets, the tickets are still valid for whenever the fuck it happens. Yeah, just and <laughs> one of those really twenty twenty four. Like, but totally. About, yeah, one of those things were like. The, the sort of the start of lockdown goodwill was there so nobody asked <laughs> yeah. for a refund <laughs> yeah. everybody was like fuck it ah we'll, no it's we'll dead on mate dead on sure we'll see you in a couple of weeks time sure it's only, right. on, sure, sure, it's only locked every two it's weeks it's not going to last three weeks it's going to last three weeks but the third um, one will be full again aye so hopefully they were full again but they were just full in the house crying <laughs> on house party because there's been there's been some sneaky word, well, well we have chatted about trying to do some sort of like can we do it in somebody's back garden could we fucking do something live stream it and mm. trying to figure out ways to do things so it, what is the actual because I'm going to ask a very uh, open-ended question here. What is the law? I haven't a fucking clue. All I know is that I was all over the Sunday papers uh, yesterday for doing a gig in Victoria Anzalone's back garden. You were in the Sunday yeah, paper? Yeah, I think it's going to be on Radio Ulster as well. Um, well, don't worry about it. They'll ring you, but you won't answer. So it's all right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Change my number now. I'm afraid, afraid, of getting fucking, afraid of getting left. Seriously, you were in were you Sunday World? Job, like? so, I, so, was Sunday World or Sunday Life? Oh, Mackie, um, we so, have somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, we have somebody now. I mean, I'm back on the, the papers. Podcast, back, 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 back in the mainstream media. The fucking I mean? Sunday World. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, I think the front the front page was somebody who was like, I partied with Epstein. I was going to say, <laughs> in our defense, like, let's be honest, myself and most of the listeners would probably have thought you would appear in Sunday World, but for something a lot worse. I, definitely. <laughs> Shot worse somebody than, or not worse than actually just doing stand-up. Uh, so Turns out he's been selling COVID gigs. <laughs> he's not even funny. <laughs> Everybody's just out of it. Uh, he's always rehearsing lines. Uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. So that's oh, that's uh, and what was the angle? Did it, were they not happy? No, it was no. Somebody came down just to basically do a wee interview about the fact that we were. Oh, it was a positive one. It was a positive one. All right. Okay. It was, oh, okay. It was I kind of were like scandal. Oh no, no, it wasn't scandal. Right, 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 right. Um, uh, I think it was more. To, uh, it was because that whole thing had come out about the funding mm-hmm. and how stand up wasn't getting any. Mm. It was kind of a wee stand up fights back kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, so it's speaking on on the behalf of the of the community. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's uh, just to explain it is literally Vittorio's uh, backyard, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and it's, it's there, a, thing well, is it's a private event, so yeah. it basically it's um, well. This is the thing. Uh, who was on the radio yesterday? Some DJ was on Radio Six yesterday. Uh, Liz Kershaw. And she said, uh, it's her birthday coming up, and she can only have her, her daughter and her son and their partners over um, for an outdoor event, blah, blah, because oh, yeah. sex is in them, but she can't have any friends. And then she went, but if I was getting married, I can have 100 people. I, <laughs> I was like, what? See, that was the thing. That, <laughs> that was the thing make that, any sense. That was one of or the 30 things. people, whatever it was, it was yeah. a big number. And I was like, well, well that doesn't make sense. I think one of the, the, the things that was mentioned was that you can have bingo. 
So you could have 20 people in your garden playing bingo, but you couldn't have 20 people in your garden um, doing stand-up. So we were kind of like, right, if the cops come, <laughs> just shout two fat ladies. Or, you know, two, two fat ladies, 69. <laughs> <laughs> Vittorio's fucking hired in two. I'll just I, sit in the bag with two cameras. Put, put it two I've been watching The Sopranos for the last two weeks, right? I don't think the cops are going to come in down an Italian family's back garden. No. Without some fucking motherfucker kicking off, you cunt, you... <laughs> <laughs> That's Vittorio's dad. <laughs> Is that you coming to my house, you fiend fuck? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Joe, uh, Joe Pesci was in the Sopranos. Was he in? No, that was with James Gandolfini. Oh right, I'm, okay. I'm oh, sorry. Do you know I I caught a caught a clip the Sopranos. I keep forgetting. I forgot just how fucking good a show it is, and oh, I can't turn it off. It's unreal. And the problem is, I'm doing the same thing that I did the last time I watched it, which is I'm watching it all, <clears throat> sort of back to back, and forgetting mm-hmm. half of it. Mm, no, yeah, no, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, because uh, there's too much. Yeah, there's just too much going on. But I watched there was a clip of one of the later seasons. Spoiler alert! I can't even remember which character it is, but he comes out. So he's one of the maid guys, and turns out he's gay. Oh, Vito, Vito, yeah, yeah. And they're all in the fucking wee room in the Bada Bing talking about it, and they're all trying to. You can see them all trying to be like, "Is this okay? What do we do with this?" <laughs> and so Polly, Polly Walnuts oh, is having none of it, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Tony, he's a fucking fuzzle." <laughs> and I've, I've been saying it all week. <laughs> You fucking fuzzle. It's 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 Madagot. such a <laughs> Madon. Yeah, oh Madon. Uh, it's a bit it, of Gublaga. <laughs> He's with his Gumba. It's, it's uh, fucking such a good show. Yeah, but that, it had so many themes that show because um, I remember when it was like two thousand, you know, two thousand one. Ninety nine was the first. Series, was the first yeah. season, but I mean, by the time it came to that, it was like two thousand one, thousand two. So it's season four, and um, I was like, what? One of the, one of the mafia boys is. Sucking cock in the right. front of a fucking pickup truck. It's, it is weird. When you, it's one of those shows when you look back at it and you, and you see them on house phones. You're going, why didn't just bring his mobile? Oh, why? They didn't yeah, have it. Didn't, <laughs> no, they didn't have it, iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard. And it's hard to explain that to younger people. Aye. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I know. I can barely How can remember. you be in the mafia and um, would it not be on your Facebook? Yeah. Uh, how, how did you meet each other? Aye. That was the question I got. I was like, what do you mean? How did you meet each other? I was like, Knocked on the door. I <laughs> called round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got your friends. We Sometimes you'd wait after six because your ma was. We mental. actually had a, a we we lived in a, uh, the estate we lived in. We actually had a, a noise we made, like <laughs> that right. we that we grumble like, warriors. <laughs> <laughs> so Come we out to fall. When we were younger, right, um, round about maybe P five P six, and our 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 park wasn't that big but it was big enough so whenever you were finished your dinner and you Aye. came out of the house you didn't know where the boys were and you could spend half an hour trying to find them which part Aye. of the park they're in so you made a noise and then they'd respond what was the that noise was for? Eh? what was the noise I'm not gonna tell you well you so, have to so it was a it was like a uh, like a car it was like that eye but it was a uh, I, <coughs> I don't get prepared self prepared here and would they respond with the same thing? Same thing. Yeah, and it was like I don't know why I did that. Like fucking was, word, my, and the response is, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it wrong, Mickey. <laughs> what if you go, <laughs> a wrong number? <laughs> that's when the camp. Was it again? That's when the camp policeman turns up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, what is it again? Uh, yeah, so that was that was our that was our call and, and response, um, no, and then you find out with the rest of the boys. Not Casey, no, it's not him, no. <laughs> That was, that was your version of fucking caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm like. The young ones don't have a clue. Having a notion to. Uh, but yeah, like as soon as dinner was over, door closed. Woo-woo! And I then see. somebody else would respond. Because I lived in the countryside, it got to a point where I think when everybody had puberty, everybody stopped going out. 
Ah, no, everybody, we, everybody was just like, "Fuck it, there's, there's no, there's not enough people here." We we were the opposite. We uh, we never went in. We stayed outside no. all the time, and like even when most teenagers were in to like play with themselves, um, on the second Mega Drive, the yeah. Nintendo, you mean I? We would play with ourselves and then go outside and talk about it, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exchange stories. <laughs> Do you not remember that thing in school where like? Being called out for wanking, he mm-hmm. wanks you. Wanked he wanks you. You yeah, wank. You're like, no, don't, no, fuck, don't, don't. Uh-huh. And then no. you do it once. You're like, boys, I do. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it was uh, different for me. I went to the grammar school, and uh, but the park I lived in was quite fucking rough. So uh-huh. like the, the older fellows in the park. I, so I've been around like when I was thirteen or fourteen. I'd have been around seventeen, eighteen year olds, you know, hanging around. Right. There. So that conversation was, you know. No, even though it was it was easy to me to talk about it, and was like, Aye. of course we do. Everybody fucking, you know. But when you're in the class and when you go to school and everybody's your same age, they're like, no, I'm not saying it because if I say it, you'll call me a wanker. I'm like, listen, that's it's fucking natural. That's natural. I mean, like, it's natural. There's and a reason God fucking, gave you one hand or two hands and one dick. Oh, a teacher caught me one time. Not caught me wanking, but a teacher caught me on the way out because I was a class clown and and uh, <laughs> I asked about the toilet. And then on the way, I just, I don't know why I just thought that there now. On the way, the teacher was like, uh, is it number one or number two? Just joking, because right. I was joking. I was like, nah, it's number three. And I did a wanking sign. And <laughs> oh, my God. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and I just instantly, just, and I, as soon as I was doing it, I was like, what are you doing as a teacher, <laughs> you fucking dick? Um, well, so have yeah. you got detention to you? No, she laughed her balls off. Did you? Oh, Fair yeah. Play. Oh, she loved it. The class fucking erupted and she was like, just get out keys. Oh, that's good. <laughs> they just give that, that, that would not have happened in our school. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, no I, by that stage, I must have been, must have been fourth year, but at that stage, I had built up uh, a bit of a reputation. reputation. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was a little away with a lot of things See, I, was, I shouldn't we have We never really gotten fucked. Because our school, we were in like the grammar stream right. of a high school. Oh, right. Of a okay. comprehensive school. So it was like... How does that work? A, gam- a grammar stream? Fucking, I, so it was basically like they had... Just had different Canoes bands. and stuff. <laughs> you had different bands. So, like, I was. You had the sort of. T- well, you were all in one school, but then you had different school, classes. Different classes like, and all right, sorts okay. of All right, I'm reading. Master school, like, right? <coughs> but because there were so many fucking lunatics in it. I was going to say that. We were. Like, it was one of those things where it was like, you have to set an example for the rest of the kids in this school. And you were like, I'm 11. <laughs> This table's massive. I was colouring in last week. Uh, and there's and a boy wearing 15 eating I, crayons. And now there's a cunt, there's a cunt in school uniform with a beard. And her name's Sharon. And I'm very confused. And you're telling me you have to carry the weight of the school on my shoulders? <laughs> so you use the grammar boys? You use the grammar boys. Oh, sweet lord. And uh, like, it was a rough... It's one of those situations I never thought it was rough. Until but, afterwards, but looking back on it, you're yeah. like, "Fuck me!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be. I would have the same. I mean, like, there was a guy in our in one of our classes put his nose over the gas p- pipe in science just to see what happened and passed out immediately. And the teacher just let him sober up in the store because he didn't want to lose his job. <laughs> no, two, there was a fight one day. Two lads locked, locked themselves in the toilets because it got so bad in our school they could only open toilets during break time because uh-huh. everybody was just fucking smoking fags and going metal. Uh, not us, obviously, we were the grammar boys. Of course. You know I mean, we knew smoking was bad for you mm. and then forgot about it and started smoking. <laughs> but two of the lads had organized a fight. They locked themselves in the fucking toilets. Right. And fight. And one of them had stole a screwdriver out of woodwork. Oh, holy fuck. And I think the story going around now, again, I don't know how true it is. Uh-huh. One of them stabbed one in the kidney. He fucking <laughs> pulled it out of his kidney, stabbed the odd cunt in the head, and they only got the tension because it was like, <laughs> if we let this out, <laughs> the whole school's fucked. <laughs> I remember a time as well, like, fucking. <laughs> Who was the guy? <laughs> they only got the tension. Only got the tension. <laughs> Two, we used to have these link corridors as well, where you would just fucking stand. And no, we never did it, but like bigger boys would stand like side by side. And if you tried to walk down it, oh, pinball, 
just fucking oh, yes, sir. like beat the shit out of you. Yes, sir. And I remember one day there was a fella. It was in our year. Like two fellas ran at him from either end. <laughs> one like rugby tackled the top of his right thigh. The other one rugby tackled the bottom of his left shin and just snapped his legs in half. And he was lying on the ground waiting on an ambulance in fucking agony. And while he was lying there, somebody took a full ten of Fanta and just cracked it off his head. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay. Were you in the school in Dangerous Minds? No, I swear I'm one of those nuts. Like, thank God that teacher came and taught us all about dance. Well, we had. <laughs> Ooh, what's up? What's up? What's up? We had that. Uh, yeah, well, we we did have that conversation because obviously uh, where I lived and all the rest, uh, I was one of the few ones who were at the grammar school. The rest of them were at the non-grammar school. But I remember having that conversation, going, "What would we do?" If them fucking wine nuts were in here, were in here, because oh, <laughs> they were some some, some crazy bastards. Man, I remember we had this Irish teacher, and she was a god lover. She was a big, big, big woman. Uh-huh. Like it was. Do you remember back back in the day, when like when we were growing up, nobody nobody was as fat as they are now. No, like you might have saw a really fat old uh, woman. No, I don't know. We had a we had an IT technician who was yeah, but like this this woman was, was huge, like right, and she had wee short arms. She big, big round belly and wee short arms. And the, the bad cunts used to always steal her handbag and hang it on the fucking handle of the window. And do those school windows that, like, uh-huh. it's like a pivot in the middle and it goes and just fucking swing it out. And she, so she couldn't reach her handbag. And we'd all just stand there laughing. And you'd, every so often you'd see a caretaker coming past it, like, fucking, ba- again, fucking, fuck. I keep telling her to leave her fucking handbag in the fucking car. And he'd have to get a big hook on a stick and get her handbag back for it. You just fucking. But could you imagine, like, it's, it's, exactly, it's not until I left school and, and I got older and I meet some of my teachers and, uh, actually, do you know, the worst thing that's happening is meeting parents of other boys now Aye. that I'm older. They're like, do you know the stories we heard about you? Like, Aiden would come home every day and tell us about what you got up to that Aye. day. And I was like, right, I don't even fucking know. They're like, do you remember the time? And I was like, no, don't remember that one at all. <laughs> no, I don't know. There was that much stuff at all. I had the clue. And it uh, paid off. Aye. I know. Look at you now. <laughs> King of the world. I I thought we never, I was never really like a bad fucker. I'm trying to think of other like mad bastards in my school. I was never bad. I fireworks were going off on the, yeah. in the fucking. I, like I was a smoker, which was automatically in a, in a grammar school, but you as a, a rebel. Aye. Um, and I didn't even know that was the case. <laughs> I just, I was smoking from the park, you know, the boys, older boys, so I didn't say it as anything else. But yeah, it's, it's a, uh, now I look back, I genuinely think, Fucking hell, right. I had caused mental torture, like proper uh, mental torture. There's times I look back on our school and think they definitely should let teachers hit kids sometimes. Yeah. Like some of them. Yeah, yeah. I know I mean, there's I, a, guy, I, a guy in our school fucking freaked out one day, just lost his mind. It was, in fact, he was in like the grammar stream as well. Right. Picked a fucking chair up and pinned the teacher to the wall by the legs of the chair. And he was about 13 or something. <laughs> so you're just going, that's a grown man. Mm-hmm. Pinned to the wall, unable to do anything. And you're thinking, oh... You would put him in the ball straight ah, away, straight like, away. 
No, I got a couple of hits now. I got a, a few Did teachers. You oh, a few teachers couldn't hold back. Just dig the fucking kidneys like that time. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I but even that the only the only the fucking dicks that I really didn't like. Like, uh, uh, but the ones that I didn't, it was alright. I, 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 I used to have I, good crack with it. Like it wasn't. I we had, I definitely we definitely had teachers that would give you like trying like give you a pretend dead arm. Uh yeah. There's a couple like in, was, in a good crack sense of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We had a teacher who was fucking. Uh, his his sole purpose. Was just annoy us yeah. and and literally wanted to, but he everybody was afraid of him, so he had that authority, and then he just wanted to mentally torture you. Aye, we were like that he was a cunt. So he used to give out essays. Uh, I was telling some of this story recently. He used to give out an essay of the most mundane things you could ever mm. think of. So it was like I want five thousand words on the importance of a chocolate fire guard and all that sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, and to, to you know five thousand words on uh, the, the day in the life of a brick. Aye, right. So. Uh, I had to write fucking, I think it was only 500 words. I think it was enough at that time. Two, Aye. Two, no words, can't you have to go through it? Uh, <laughs> going to fucking 492. Jesus, what am I going to make up here? Um, and I, I wrote it and I went up with the thing and the wanker just ripped it up. Man, I was going to say that, that. I swear to fuck. Ripped it up and fucked my must, face. They must get taught that at some sort of <laughs> teacher conference because that happens so many times in our school as well. Wait a year. The next guy. Now, I don't know to this day how it happened, and I don't know if somebody touted uh-huh. or somebody told or it was just he he guessed. One of the next guys who got it was, I'll never forget, it was the day in the life of a tin of beans. And <laughs> the guy's name, I'll not give the, guy, the teacher's name out, we'll, we'll say his name's Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, he wrote about, I am a tin of beans, I blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of the page, they're going, Mr. Smith is nothing but a fat oh, cunt. Oh, fuck. Absolute ugly bastard who is no way, blah, blah, this whole ream. And he went up to hand it up, expecting it to be torn up, and he started reading it. Oh! Oh, shit. And he got the Mr. Smith is, uh, and he just smiled and looked at him, and your man, oh, your man was fucked like he had. Oh, I was, oh, and I just felt so bad for him. I was like, holy fuck. Because I thought it was brilliant. I thought, that why did I not think of that? Aye. Uh, yeah, so the fuck they always get you. Aye. Always get you. Some of them were fucking. I know we had one teacher who would always if you would if you did something bold. <laughs> yeah, bold bastard. Our form class was the other end of the corridor. He would go go up to your form teacher and tell him what's just happened, <laughs> and he would stand at the door and wait until he got the whole way up and then call you back. And a couple of lads got wise to it, and he was, and one of the, I remember one of the lads going, "You're only going to come up back anyway. So what's the point in going?" He's like, "Get out, get the fuck out, and go up and see your form teacher." And he stood at the door, and he was like, "Music, <laughs> we were all picking out." I remember your man, Kevin Geller, his name was, was standing at the door of the fucking form class, <clears throat> looking back, like, are you going to call me back yet? And the teacher's like, no, knock the door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no way. And full blown. Because our form teacher was a good dude, but also... Take no shit. I if you fucked him off, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they were the ones I respected the most, no. probably, yeah. But there was one teacher now, and I do feel bad now, and I know I did instigate most of his nervous breakdown, but he probably should have retired before that. Oh. Um... <laughs> We, do you remember uh, Rice Krispies used to have a thing where, uh, was it Wallace and Gromit came out? And there used to be like Sean the Sheep used to be in. Aye. Just, they were like pencil, pencil ends, toppers. Yeah, pencil yeah, toppers. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I don't know why, but they were out and they were just a bit of a craze. And then. They were the worst things in the world because it just made your pencil heavy. Ah, you can remember. This was stupid. But I remember having it and then one day messing about going on the table and he lost a head and took it off me, right? And then we decided that every single person in the class would tell their parents that they want Rice Krispies. And we all got Sean the Sheep, right? <laughs> the man was fucking demented of throwing Sean the Sheeps out the fucking, <laughs> out the window. Fuck's all sake. of it. And then we'd get them at break time because we did that. Um, and then we used to have, for some unknown reason, I still don't know where it came about from, but we would hum the theme tune of Men Behaving Badly. <laughs> right? 
because it was a big show at the time. Aye. So, and, and I've, you, you, you don't know what it's like to watch a teacher buzzing around the room to see which one Who's it is. Who's going, and four, no, it's all humming. So. Yeah. And he's, every mouth closed, everything. He's, that was our maths class, right? <laughs> every fucking Christ. day. Somebody will start it, and then he bit every single time. And he was too old, he should have been gone. Aye. Every single time. But here's it. And then they go on. And then when, when they get to somebody, somebody will stop and somebody else will start. Aye. Going, oh, fuck it, must. Aye, so the breakdown obviously was. That's the thing. I know there was teachers in our school. I'm trying to think. There was two that fucking hated me. Right. One was a maths teacher. Because was sh- I was so shit at maths. Do you know one of those situations where you go, I'm already bad at this. I'm not even going to fucking try and get better. Yeah. I just gave up. I was like, fuck this. Algebra, <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> right. And I was constantly not doing my homework. In fact, we had a point where there was one guy in our class who was brilliant at maths. And we would all copy his homework on a, on a, like the next morning. <laughs> until one day he fucked it up entirely and we all fucked it up. And he caught on to the fact that we'd all been copying this one guy's homework. But he fucking hated me. And I used to, I was constantly not doing my homework and being like, left my book at home. Right. And I'd be, do you know, if we, if we had double maths, I remember I had double maths for last period on a Friday for three years. I was like, you ruined my fucking weekend here. <laughs> and... I was constantly, constantly trying to think of like left my book at home, fucking need a new book, yeah. whatever. Didn't have a dog, dog at it, left on the bus, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a day we fucking lost it. He's like, fucking there. And he came down, took my school bag out and just fucking emptied it and went looking for the man's book. Couldn't find it, got the fella next to me, emptied his fucking school bag. And there was four of us that were mates and sat in the same seats for however many years. Mm-hmm. And he emptied all four school bags out looking for my man's book. And when he turned around, I left him a jumper up and had it down my pants. <laughs> Did he give you a laugh at least? No, he didn't see me. Oh, he didn't see me. <laughs> the rest of the class. Yeah, the rest of the class. It was one of those going, you should have fixed me. So oh, we, fucking And many. then we had this, we, I remember we had this technology teacher as well. And she fucking hated my guts. I don't know what, I think she, she was one of these teachers who, if you weren't good mm. at that subject, she didn't have the patience to teach you. So right. it was like, just fucking sit there and colour in, dick it, right? <laughs> and we were making these wee, uh, I don't know, wee stupid fucking wooden toys or some bollocks like that. And basically, three weeks I spent sanding this fucking thing to get it smooth enough to put a wheel on it. Right? <laughs> and she was English, and I would go up and go, "Miss, what's that?" And she would rub it on her cheek and go, "Smooth that." Right? Fucking sand away, like fuck. Back she'd up. Rub it on her cheek. She'd rub it on her cheek if it wasn't smooth enough. She'd smooth that. Right? And then one day she go, "Smooth that." And I went down to my seat and handed it to my mate and went, "Go up and see if that's all right." And she went, "That's brilliant, Kieran." And I was like, "Fuck you!" No way. Swear oh, to God. Man. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I had another teacher to get. Well, the, the guy actually, <laughs> that, that that teacher we had from Maz, that was fourth year. Uh huh. And then he, he just, I don't know, out of the blue, just retired after that. Uh, <laughs> funnily enough. But we then got a new teacher for fifth year. And uh-huh. <laughs> you see, our first day going in, we learned nothing in fourth year, right? Aye. And again, the sort of reputation for me had sort of teachers knew to. So I was front of the class for every teacher Aye. for fourth, fifth year. They just didn't allow me at the back at all. And, uh, so I went in, and he was like, okay, we're going to start off from here because you would have covered that. And I was like, hand up, sir. Uh, no, we didn't do that. Aye. And he was like, well, okay. And then he goes further back, and he was, well, you've done this. And we're like, nope. Sorry, sorry, we didn't do that. Aye. And then he thought I was taking the piss. And he goes, keys, you should stay quiet. And he asked one of the really studious boys, like a real proper student, like going, how far have you gone? And they went, sir, we've done none of it. <laughs> Serious fucking hell, I. He had two years of GCSE teaching to do in one year. Man. And got me a C. Aye. And I was like, fucking, I'll give his name, Brian Killen. I was like, fucking Killen, you are killing it. Because <laughs> I don't know how you did that one year. We had a teacher. Mental. We did. I did A-level drama, right? So 
again, I knew I wanted to be a comedian when I was really young. Had Did you know back then? Yeah, yeah, even at school. Yeah, like I knew I was taking a piss, and you, I just didn't know comedian was a a, a, a possible route. I know I knew I, I was in like, fucking. <laughs> I was working in the bar of Jongers Comedy Club in London. I still didn't still think it was a route. I, <laughs> I just didn't. It was alien to me. I just thought they're the comedians. I. And you no, can't be that, you know. You, I, you have to crack here, keep a laugh, all the boys. But that's far. That's the boys. No, for me, it was like I knew I wanted, to, but it was like coming out. Do you mean like right. I was nineteen before I told anybody? Oh right, or right. eighteen maybe. But um, oh, you had a lot more balls than I had. I didn't have the balls to do that. Like in see, later think, years, obviously, I realized now that's exactly what I wanted I, to do. But I didn't know what I wanted at the time. See, but I had to be dead sneaky with it. So it was, basically, I was like, right, I want to do stand up. I think a good way to get into. And in fact, you know, I, I, I think it was also part of the, I'm part of the X Factor generation, so I was like, I want to be famous as well, do you know what I mean? Just wanna, course, what's, what am I good at that'll get me famous? Don't have a big enough dick for porn, so I guess it's comedy. Um, and basically, we had we had to fucking beg to get drama, because there was only six of us who wanted to do it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a problem, actually. My daughters haven't done uh, it. Four of them were them. complete dossers, <laughs> and one of them was like, I want to be a teacher, and this is a doss. <laughs> so five dossers and me, like, fucking, I'll just put the tights on, mess them, ready to go. <laughs> And again, one of those teachers were a lovely woman, but you could go ask her one question, and then it was an hour and a half. Oh, gone, just an hour. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Are you, did you have to, like, she came in the hair car one day mm-hmm. and talked about it for a week. Maybe. And then three days before we finished for, like, study leave before the yeah. exams, she came in with these fucking two big, ma- like, it looked at the fucking World Trade Center, <laughs> two massive fucking things, and went, I can do no more for you. And we were like, You haven't done anything. <laughs> You expect us to read all this? I always wonder about them teachers, because we had one like that too. But who we she, knew she, the, the, if the, we started them off, they would not stop. I, see that one woman? I know that because I've mates who obviously they're like the year below me or whatever, and even teachers that I'm, or friends of mine that are teachers now, mm-hmm. uh, and they have told me that the year after we left, the principal I think came down and was like, "Listen, oh, right. maybe a year, right?" I was going to say because around here, right? like, we knew how to get one mm-hmm. of those teachers going too. But I always wondered: did they think these guys really love? You know, did they oh, think they so really respected them? Because it's so, and I'm like, one, we're just asking you these questions just to tie you up so you don't I, give us fucking work. I know. To <laughs> the amount of times I think back and shit we've said to teachers, and I've gone, they were younger than I am now. I know. That's you know what I mean. Oh, I know. Fucking some of the ones I had dealt with, Jesus, I, I did give, uh, especially when I got into my sixth and seventh year because I didn't want to be there. I, I never wanted to be there. My mom made me go and I uh, rebelled and went to the pub every day. <laughs> Class. I got logged in in the morning, registered in the morning, went to the pub. And then come back up after lunch, demon, for uh, registration in the oh, afternoon. Yeah. And then slept in the afternoon classes. But I would have polished off, like, don't have much something comfort between, like... Seriously? Half, I, oh, I, I fucking hell. Every day, like, I would have been serious bad from, like, half ten, eleven o'clock. I'd have been in the new market. <laughs> the pub I went to every day in school, because I had to take off the blazer and the school tie. I had to sit in the pub, you know, to, to do that. And the, the, the barman genuinely didn't know. And I was like, how the fuck did you not know? When I turned 18... I was in the pub, so this was maybe two years later, Aye. with a couple of mates, and uh, the same guy who's been serving me, he knew uh, Bottle of Miller and Southern Comfort every single time I'd done, and he knew, like, that's why I had to go off drink at 18. <laughs> and I was in, and was my friends, and they were like, what's the occasion today, lads? I was like, oh, you turned 18? He was like, what? <laughs> I was serving that Comfort two Aye. fucking Aye. years. <laughs> I remember us, me and a fella, me and a man, went into a, a bar in our school uniforms when we were 18, just to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the service, all right. Uh, yeah, well, I had like, a, had a yeah. idea with us. Basically, like, really? yeah. uh, they just told, okay. uh, but he just assumed that I was one of those boys who was going to be, was kept back a year. Aye. You know, I, I turned eighteen, but I went to school. But as long as you didn't have a time later until he found out that I was there. Um, so yeah, I hated fucking, I hated that. And then I, I got 
Well, I, I got, see, I love school. And I loved it up to like fifth year. Lower, I hated <coughs> sixth year because I didn't want to be. You know, so then I, I was a st- like, still am stubborn cunt. So whenever I didn't want to be there, I was like, I'm not going. Not going in. No. I, see, I was like, I think for upper sixth and lower sixth, I was like, so I get to come in here, hang about with all my mates, but I don't have to do maths. <laughs> no ball. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. See, Mickey, where were you? It's a pound, where were it's you a pound, whenever it's I... a pound 40 for a cheesy chip and a burger. No problem. <laughs> where were you when I was sitting fucking haggling with the street drinkers outside the pub Aye. at half 10 in the morning waiting to get into it? <laughs> uh, yeah, funny we had that fucking advice. Hello. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's our school days that's covered. School like, days I mean, uh, it maybe might shed a wee bit of light as to what the fuck happened to us. I know. <laughs> My own. <laughs> Uh, so we had a we had a couple of so a big shout out to our patrons. So yes, thank you very much to all our patrons who joined in, and uh, it's been uh, it's yeah. been a good month. Been, we've got a lot of people jumping over. We did again. Or, uh, we're just going. I just want to mention it here. We have had another chat about merch. Yes. Uh, so we are looking into that. So hopefully, I'm going to take the reins on this one. Mickey's taking over. All I've asked for is a deck chair and Yum's grinder. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to see what we can come up with first. Only the big ones. Do you know what I mean? I might have to get you to set up a website because I don't know how to work a computer. <laughs> this but is the thing, folks. Mickey's uh, taking full charge of this, but what he means is Mickey's, de- Mickey's be, delegating. I'll just be phoning you going, right now, Connor, I've clicked on the Wii E. <laughs> and it's come up Google. What I do now? Uh, What's Bing? <laughs> is that in the Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> Bada Bing. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, we have... Um, we're still locked down. No, we're not in lockdown. Are we in lockdown? No, we're not in lockdown. We're in phase. I don't even know what phase we're in. Okay, we're in. Um, are we in mandatory masks? No, we're not. England is right. Okay, we're not. Is right. that right? I don't know. We did talk last week. We we talked in the patron. I just the patron. Thing about, Sorry, uh, Mickey's suffering wild. If you've seen oh, Mickey at the moment, folks, he's suffering wild. Hey? He's suffering wild now. I want Mickey to because when I asked him, I was like, Mickey. Because he's, he's, he's got quite watery eyes and quite right. red eyes and stuff. And I was trying to find, you know, so I thought maybe it was hay fever or, you know. So I said to Mickey, what's, what's causing it? And then Mickey said, <coughs> bat allergies. So, <coughs> no, Mickey explained it the, the way he put it to me. Since the, since the bats have come back. <laughs> so basically in my parents' house, Chateau de Bartlet, uh, two years ago, we ended up with a fucking, I don't know, is it a nest of bats? Oh, I don't know. Or a roost. Do I don't that? know what it's called, a clusterfuck of bats. <laughs> Um, so do you remember it was two years ago it was a really really hot summer right uh-huh. and we kept finding these wee fucking dead bats in the back garden right like around the side of the house because basically it was that warm that we were just fucking fainting and falling out of the roof right and 
it was one of, like I think my dad said the words a colony a colony of bats. A colony I mean, of fucking bats. was it? That's what it was a fuck fest of bats. That's what it was <laughs> because what happened was my dad said that you want to think we've got a bat up there. I think it might be like a mummy dad and a, body, a daddy bat or something. And he says he phoned the council because obviously you can't kill them because they're protected. Yeah. So he'd phoned the council to see what was going on, and they basically went, "How many bats is there?" <clears throat> and my dad was like, "I didn't really want to go up to the attic, but I went up." And he goes, don't tell your mother this, son. <laughs> he goes, I shone a torch around and the fucking roof's moving. <laughs> right? There was hundreds of the cunts. Fucking what? hundreds of them. So when they all left, because they come in and fucking mate and then fuck off. Yeah. So you have to wait until the fuck off to bat-proof the house. Right. right? So they bat-proof the house. Uh-huh. But some, oh, of they're fu- back? some of it broke off. So they're fucking back. And there's not as many, but they're, the colony is basically above my bedroom. So bat, I Google this whole fucking thing. Because I'm allergic to cats. Bat fur has the same fucking protein that causes allergic reactions as cat hair. Oh, right. So well, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. So I'm laying with my fucking eyeballs hanging out of me. And so if anybody like, has any tips out there for cat allergies or yeah, yeah. yeah. antihistamines are yeah. doing fuck all. Uh, eye drops, fucking nothing. And it's, it's a dangerous thing because there it can be really dangerous for people with respiratory problems. So my dad's asthmatic. Yeah. And we're like, any chance we can get these coronavirus spreading cunts out of the house? They're like, no, they're an endangered species. You're like, are they? Because there's fucking 5,000 up there. Not that endangered. Oh, exactly. There's the more soup. bats than there is pandas. What? So fucking get them out. How endangered are there fuckers in China putting them in exactly soup? Exactly, <laughs> And eating them. Do you know what I mean? There's a whole bat man. There's that many of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's no dodo man. Badger man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna so be it's tough. I we're um so we're Mickey, looking into things. Mickey looks like he's been uh, sitting in the shed of truth for too long. Aye. Um, his eyes are fucked. Uh, I have been stirring up a cat's hole. That actually reminds me because we got the uh, the boys, the boys in New Zealand, were onto us there to let us know that we have uh, we're more than more than welcome in uh, to come over to New Zealand. They're going to sort us out. Uh, oh, he is. So uh, apparently they're going to uh, don't worry, plenty of stout and smokes, Mick and Connor. Only the best weed. It'll look like you're bleeding from your eyeballs, which is kind of what, what I look like. Mickey like looks like at the moment. So uh, yeah, happy days. Um, we'll go to New Zealand, surely. Man, as, as soon as they go, transatlantic flights are safe. I'll be on one. Don't know where. Don't know so, where I'm going to. Well, obviously you're not going to New Zealand. You're going to America. Um, no, I'm going to take the long way around though. I don't know why I said transatlantic. Right? I don't know why I said it. Okay. I meant international. Okay. okay. You knew what I meant. I do. Yeah. And you're being a wee fucking pedantic fuck. <laughs> so actually, no. I'm going to say now. Is it not because the word obviously the word's round? So is it not as are we not equidistant? No. Would it not be? No, I don't no. think so. I think like with Australia, you fl- like you fly over fucking. You go over the whole Europe and all. You go over. Ah, that's what I mean. Middle so then, East if you're going the other way, you'll be down. I don't know, fuck, maybe I'm wrong. I don't really know myself, actually. Yeah, hopefully the airlines would know better than I would know. Um, <laughs> Let's just start a whole fucking conspiracy theory with Flat Earth now. <laughs> now we're going to get people fact-checking us going, right. actually. It turns out, actually, you're taking a left at, at Dubai. Here, <laughs> um, yeah, I was reading the other day that fucking Bahrain is one of the highest COVID spots in the world. Bahrain? Aye, I've been to Bahrain. I'm like, how the fuck are you cons- spreading? Well, probably all of it hers. Um, <laughs> but that's that, sh- I never, I never heard that. Yeah. Just right. seen the other day because somebody put a post up about uh, where America is in relation to the world's sort of worst spots, mm-hmm. and Bahrain's fucking right it's up there. But Bahrain, I didn't think it was that big. No, neither did I. Population-wise, didn't think it was that right. big. Uh, I know Spain has got a, a bit of a, a 
Man, and up shit. Do you know when you flick through the news but you know, and, and you're like, I, I don't know how I ended up on Channel 5 News and their oh. headline was Costa del Quarantine. I was like, fucking. Oh, get the fuck, it didn't Talk about news for like, this is this, this is a virus. <laughs> Dirty, wash hands. Washa, washa, uh, washa. I know a lot of people. I know my own my own brother actually suffered out. They've missed out on a, a holiday now that they're going to get going on. Um, so I know it has affected a lot of people. It's a bit fucking shit. Well, um, I, be, I don't know if it's definitely. I'm potentially doing a gig in Scotland on Monday. Next week, so I don't know. I don't think there's quarantine because don't forget this virus is smart enough and knows that you just travelled across the UK. Exactly, so yeah, yeah. It's not gonna. It's only. It's only an international virus, mate. Oh, I forgot about that. I mm-hmm. plus, plus, I'm going early in the morning. It doesn't strike the half five. Aye. And, um, and uh, if you have the right boxers on, so you're fine. I have dead on. You're dead on. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know where we're at. I, I know there's a there's a list of places to wear a mask and not for England. And again, like you say here, I don't know. Michelle O'Neill last week she put up a lovely tweet of herself in the shop wearing a big mask. Oh, yeah. On Friday night there to say this, you know, what you should do from now on with shopping. Um, don't think you have to do it at Republican funerals, but you have to do it at shopping. <laughs> um, when you're you can wear a mask at a Republican funeral, but it's it's got it's got three holes in it. <laughs> uh, that that really got me. I want her posing. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is leading our country. This well, is fucking. It's funny, uh, what has gone on? The, the, the weird thing about it is the mask thing. The mask is going to be the new shoes in the airport. Yeah, yeah. Just do you know what I mean? I honestly don't think it'll no, go. No, do you know what? I, I don't think. I don't think it's going to go. I, away. I, think, I just don't know why they didn't go right at the start. At the start, everybody wear a mask. Yeah. But that's why I, 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 I'm always wondering how far along are they going to push people? Because that, surely that's what they're doing. They're trying to push people to see how far they can get away with this because Aye. none of it makes sense. Totally. So, but I don't know what the fuck the end goal is. Because what, what's the benefit to it? But here's a, a, we got a great story in here. I know uh, you haven't read it yet, but I'll I'll read it out. So one of our Patrons, let us know. And this is just a wee anecdote about um, the sort of things we have to face at the moment um, in, in in the mask-wearing environment that we're in. Uh-huh. So, where do you hear this, Mike? Um, so, uh, we'll we'll leave him uh, we'll leave him an- anonymous unless he gets back to us and let's know he wants to. Um, so, a quick anecdote about my experience of wearing a mask. My views on wearing won't be similar to you guys. I'll wear one if I have to, but I believe it's up to each person to choose how they feel comfortable. So, here's why wearing a mask can not only be annoying and uncomfortable, it can also be costly. I was on a flight to England a few weeks back en route to visit family. As the airport requires over anyone over six years old to wear a mask, I had one on. During the flight, I decided to go to the bathroom to get my head shared for two minutes as I was traveling with my wife and two kids. I fucking hear you, brother. I understand. I also thought it would be a good opportunity to take my mask off and let my face breathe as it's wild hot, <laughs> wild hot and as while wearing one for a prolonged period. So I walk to the bathroom, no queue, happy days. I go in, I lock the door, I start to take my mask off. As I do, I hear that sound of something hitting the toilet bowl. So I look down to see something white swirling around the bowl. I then realise the mask, my fucking AirPod has come out of my ear and is deep in the toilet oh, drain. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> what I did next, I have to live with for the rest of my life. <laughs> Oh, no. In case you're not familiar, toilets on planes have no water in the bowl. Also, the waste pipe is not at the bottom of the bowl. It's more at the back wall. I couldn't tell you how wide the hole is in centimetres, but I can tell you it's two fingers broad. <laughs> so here is the mental image. Me on my knees in the floor of a tiny bathroom on a plane, fingering the fuck out of a toilet waste pipe, trying to recover my left airport. Unsuccessfully, I might add. It definitely was a low point in my life. I've now spent £72 to replace the left airport. That's probably somewhere in the Irish Sea. Sorry it's a bit long, but it might give you a chuckle. Fucking hell. <laughs> what a fucking... Imagine... So I'm, got it. How, 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 how clean and, and saver masks? Well, they're not that clean if you're rubbing your hand fucking 300 people's shite. 
Christ the night. <laughs> now, here's the thing, and this is where my head went right away. I went, oh, you poor bastard. Not that you've lost an airport, an airport but you're now landing in England, and the one thing you had to drown out your wife and wains is Aye. gone. <laughs> because one airport won't drown them out. <laughs> that's fucking... Oh, imagine! Do you know what the fight? All I think of, imagine why the air shirt is coming open the door and he's uh, finger deep in. <laughs> fucking hell! The side effects weren't needed there. Sorry about that. I, it's oh, I probably would have been more squelchy. That's why I don't fucking trust them airports in the first place. As soon as I saw those come out, I'm like, you're going to lose them. Oh, you're going to lose them. Why I haven't bought them? Like, I don't know how many letters I've lost. I, I'm exactly. <laughs> I, how many times you go where's my fucking keys? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know, man. That's uh, and <laughs> that I, I'm actually I'm a wee bit sort of nervous about having to fly with a mask on, and I know at some point I'm going to get the mask and my headphones tangled up, and it's going to be a clusterfuck, and I'm <laughs> going to go fucking virus cunt, and then get arrested for being some sort of. So you'll have to wear a mask this weekend. Terrorist. Will you go if you're going on the flight? I presume. I think yeah. I think I might have to. Yeah. So will you go just normal surgical, or will you go proper full, ninja mask, full tard? Are you going to buy one? I've got a ninja mask in the house. Like you, a like a no more full length ninja costume than I got. So, it's like a ninja mask. Sweet. Full. I'm just going to wear the whole thing. What age are you getting, Mike? 33. And you have a ninja mask? I mean, no, I don't have a ninja mask. Uh-huh. Do, would, you, would, you be, would you partake in martial arts training? No, 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 but I, I do like oh, to right, okay. sneak about the house and scare my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you go up that alley and scare a few fucking I bats out, wouldn't you? <laughs> can't allow them. Not allowed near them. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Could you fight Batman? No. You'd be oh, that's not real, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Uh, I probably will just wear the wee surgical one. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's what I, I mean. I thought to me, are, are to me just from as well. I don't even know how many people are allowed in a flight or what. I don't the, know what's going on with it, but I know even for me, I would start already thinking, oh fuck, a flight wearing a mask. I sweat will be beating on me. I'm always fucking sweating. I'm um, so putting the mask on. Thing, but that, obviously, <laughs> nobody's ringing me to go and play the stand. And fucking. Scotland. I know. So that's that's. Uh, we should mention that as well. The podcast might be a bit late next week. Um, oh, yeah. Depending on whether or not I actually am still gigging. I don't know what's happening or not. It's in the diary, and you could my, have my a, people are like, listen, just come over and see what happens. Um, you could have a, a solo one with me, but uh, <laughs> who the fuck wants that? Yeah, you actually one. Yeah, well, I. That's an easy way of losing fucking one and a half. See, I was going to say, we probably could listeners. zoom it, from, but then it just sounds shy. Nah, it sound terrible. So it was nah. weird a couple of days. And then I wouldn't sleep right because the sound wouldn't be right. I God love you. Love your sound. Sound man. Sound man. <laughs> um, we do have a, a few more questions, actually, just for. Uh, on the gram, because I'm back on the fucking internet. So I'm back on the internet. And back listen, you haven't internet. fucking. I checked into you today to see what the crack was. Only two thousand followers. Two thousand five hundred. Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand five hundred twenty-nine. What have you got? Hmm. What? Oh, two thousand something. <laughs> I know. I don't care about it. Uh, right. Questions. 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 Nice. Somebody wants to know. There was one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than the boy in Antrim drinking my water. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nearly forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> Nearly. from Jamie Stewart wants to know, what's the worst experience we've had on stage? What's the worst The worst thing that's ever happened to you when you've been on stage? Apart from, like, have you, um, have you ever had a horrible, horrible death? Like a fucking... Um, not a horrible one, I have no. to admit. Not like a horrible, like, like, full 10 minutes of silence or being shouted at. No, I haven't had that. Um, but I've had pretty rough fucking gigs. Mm. Um, like... When you're interrupted mid-set by the owner of the Empire. It's a... Uh, when did that happen to you? <laughs> about two years ago, three years ago. Um, mid-set. <laughs> Why, what did you do? I didn't do anything. Uh, there was a party it was on. So... Uh, did I never tell you this? No. Oh, man. Oh, I feel sick. Oh, I swear to God. It was, it was so bad. 
Um, so an empire, Juice Night, uh-huh. and I was doing the opening in twenty minutes. I had progressed to the twenty minutes uh-huh. slot. I was on your way, feeling good. I thought, mm, first twenty minutes slot, Aye. happy days. And uh, Murph was uh, MCing even better. I thought, happy days, Murph's good on. hands, lovely. Yep, lovely. He always sets it up nice. So I, I from experience, learned to stand out as we do. We stand and watch Murph, and then whenever he's ready to you start walking out to the back and you're ready to go. And Murph was having a fucking nightmare with uh, a table of people up on the balcony. Ah, oh, the fucking balcony. But it, 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 it wasn't just your normal couple of people you had to shut up. It was like a, a constant, like a noise. Like uh, a was background noise. Time? Yeah. Fuck. So, anyway, turns out Murph was trying to chat and blah, blah. It was somebody's fucking retirement party. And somebody in from the trust decided, do you know what would be a good place to go? Why, why for do Frank's do retirement why party? Why do people do it? Because two of them in the fucking department were comedy fans. And the rest didn't give a give f- fuck. They're out to get loaded. And so literally Murph could have been just a TV on the corner. So that was right. So I got down. Uh, I got on stage any night on. And it was tough. Like, really tough. And about the first 30 seconds or so, I had the audience. Everything was fine. You know, you could see the audience in front of you. I could see them in front of me and they were laughing. But then I could see them also being distracted by what's behind them. Aye. Looking up. And it was hard. So about a minute and a half in, I looked to my left and Jackie Hamilton standing there with his hand out going, give me the mic. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I handed him the mic. And he fucking at this table. Like, really ripped into Aye. And I'm standing on stage from the 350 people. That's fucking Fuck, bong. Oh, bong. Up the, the whole balcony was filled. 350 people, and I'm going. And oh. all I could, all I could. What f- were the bouncers just sending the bouncer up? None of them. The, 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 the table was like table of 30 or 40. Aye. You know, it literally wasn't even like Fuck a sake. couple of hackers saying one, you two out or whatever. It was just constant noise. And uh, Jackie really ripped on them. Blah blah. I continued the rest of my set, and uh, the whole way through, I'm going. I'm never getting back here again. Aye. I'm never getting back here again. What a fuck up and blah, blah, blah. How the fuck are you? You know, you know yourself. When you're on stage and all this stuff comes through your head. And uh, and then to, to top it all off, when I finally finished the set, it went okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't, wasn't great at all. And uh, I, I went to walk away and my foot caught the fucking wire the, uh, and no. brought the whole mic stand down. Uh, off, you know? no. And I just walked off. Murph was coming towards me. I was like, fuck it. I don't even care. And I was like, I'm never getting back here again. And when I walked out the back door, Jackie Hamilton's on the stairs. And I was like, oh, this is it. And he went, I am so sorry. And I went, what? And he went, I am so sorry. Only twice. That's the second time in my whole entire career oh, I yeah. had to stop somebody. But I couldn't go on any longer because they were really annoying me. And I was like, but it wasn't mine. And he goes, no, I'm so, you, do you forget oh, me? You were dead, like, only. Oh, I know about that. Oh, I was like, thank fuck So I was like, well, there's an extra 20 quid for the... <laughs> <laughs> see, as long as you get back. But see that feeling? I didn't know what to say. Oh. So when he handed the mic back, I was like, oh, thanks, Dad. And then you know, I tried to do something. I was oh. like... It was like you know the size of that stage, right? And it's such a fucking And you're so high up and then he's down low Aye. on the ground shouting up and I'm just standing there and just I know. <laughs> Fuck It's one of those things but I tend to uh, it's like I've never had it with a big group like that. I've never had it that bad. But I tend to do a thing where and it, it, it happened in the Empire one night where there was a table and I still can't look at this table. <laughs> on the right hand side, if you if you're on uh-huh, the stage, you're uh-huh. right. Of four or five women, just bottles of wine everywhere, oh, fucking no, steaming. No. And I remember George Firehorse was only did a magic trick where he tore a teddy bear in half and then put it back together. Mm-hmm. And this girl was all, "Oh no, the teddy bear!" And just it was fucking. So the whole oh. first half, I was trying to deal with this fucking shit, and I came off stage and Jackie went, "Listen, I know they're cunts, but he goes, you need to stop engaging them because uh-huh. the minute you're doing a gig for six people and this place is fucking packed, yeah, he was like, we've warned them to shut the fuck up or they're going to be throughout. And I came back and it didn't fucking matter, and that's. Like they were still going, and I, I remember, I, I, 
It's so hard to ignore. You it's can't. So hard to ignore. You also are, are, as Jackie said, you're also very mindful then of the other people yeah. watching. Everybody's paid in. Like, but there is a point where I go, I'll be like, I'll, I'll deal with somebody once, I'll do a wee bit of everything, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I'll maybe do two jokes. Mm-hmm. On the third one, I'll go, shut the fuck up. Mm. And if a bouncer hasn't approached them by then, I'm like, do you know what? This isn't my fault now. Yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. I, mean? I yeah, get the yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is security's problem. <coughs> we had a very tight system in dailies as well, where it was a case of the bouncer went up and it was just a tap on the shoulder saying, Aye. you know, uh, uh, no, uh, this is the thing, if people are listening to this, they're going, we love heckles. Aye. A heckle is fine. Talking over somebody uh, or shouting. so fucking That dumb. is not a heckle. That, Aye, that's that's, a that is a con. And, yeah. and that really, uh, it puts off the performer, it puts off the audience having listened to it. Uh, and yet the person doing it thinks they're fucking hilarious. Aye. There's and no- everybody around them fucking hates them. There's nothing fucking Probably worse. more than a comedian. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than being at that, that point when you're on stage where the only thing you can think of doing is dismantling this person's life. Yeah. And you don't want to. And you're not, because you feel, you know, what you, mean? Feel, you know, you're feeling you're like, you know, you would absolutely leave them in tears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know I've I mean? seen a couple of women that's happened before and I'm going, I know for a fact we could go into serious shit here that's going to leave you and it's going to make me look like the bad exactly. guy. I'm going to be so angry. Yeah. The rest of these people are going to hate me. <laughs> They're going to turn on me, yeah. And I'm going to... Ha- you, know, you have to just fucking keep <laughs> the safety on. Do you know what I mean? You literally you're have to take it, out. yeah. And you're getting battered and you're going, but you don't fucking I'm, know. It's like it's like battering a UFC fighter. Yeah. Who's fighting the next day. He's not allowed to actually hit back at you and he's like, oh, fucking, you don't know what you're doing. I, it's, <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. I think I remember once as well, uh, a woman came up to the front of the stage and really quietly went you're not very funny <laughs> and nobody else heard her <laughs> and i was like you fucking part of it was like i hate you and the other part of me was like that's the most genius heckle of all time yeah because i can't do anything <laughs> no. nobody knows you've even fucking done it nobody knows you did it you can't respond to it mean? but i'm gonna lose sleep yeah because you just went oh, you're not very man. funny you're and still fucking left fucking here, yeah. yeah 10 oh, years ago fuck 11 hell. years ago uh yeah apart from that that was probably one of the most horrific ones Aye. i ever had um the I time think, I, the time i died and di- well i didn't die in muff but i I had a rough experience in Muff, but that <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> oh Jesus! But that was down to the fact that it was a funeral party, so that's not really technically. I've heard that story. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not that's not my problem. Um, I did a weird one once where I was uh, after it was in Derry after the it was the gas yard fela, so it was all mm-hmm. around the sort of right, yeah. box area, and we did one in a bar that I won't name, but it's a dodgy enough old pub. And I was supposed to MC with two of potentially the most insane and genuinely not very good comedians. Uh, and that narrows it down. They were so, the audience were that bad, the shit ones smashed it. Right. And I died in my hole. Get the fuck. I swear to God. It was one of, like, do you know one of those situations where you're looking at two, these two fucking lunatics that nobody's ever said, you should stop doing this. <laughs> and they're going, I blew Mickey Bartle out of the water. And I'm like, you did, but it wasn't because of your jokes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Because these people are so fucking thick. They're laughing at how thick you like. Do you know what I mean? I have seen that too. I mean, I've seen people that don't realize they're being laughed at. And that oh my god! Man. The, the one of the big things Scary. that always about the Empire was open spots going on and mistaken noise at the bar for laughter. Yeah, because they're, they're so used to dead silence. Yeah, they've never heard noise. They've never heard noise yeah, before. Yeah, I don't know how. I, I, I like I said. Thankfully, I have never touched wood. I've never actually had a serious proper death. You know, a full ten minutes of silence or been booed. Or I've, I've never been booed. I've, had, I've been coined off once. What? Yeah. Oh, where was that? Lurking again. <laughs> uh, we how you not on? You talking recently? Like? 
No, no, no. This oh, no, is when was the World Cup? Two thousand twelve, oh, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. It was me, Kieran Barton, and Sean Haggerty. Right. We're do, ended up doing a gig in the middle of and a karaoke were, competition. Were you, were you cleaning up about Kieran Barton? Maybe is that? No, no, no. I was emceeing. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. So Sean was getting ready for Edinburgh, and uh-huh. we ended up. He was doing twelve gigs in twelve days around Lurgan. That's right. Yeah, never they were going really, really well on the uh-huh. second last day or something. The last day, we're doubling up. We're doing two, and we were doing a gig. Basically, we're into this bar. The front bar is all full of people watching the match. Oh. And I'm like, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And the bar manager goes, "No, you're out to back with the like the wives and girlfriends oh, fuck of right. football fans." So this isn't Victoria Beckham. Oh yeah, that's These just are oh, fucking yeah. toothless. Just, yeah, yeah. Just did, didn't want to be watching the match, but totally. wanted to get rolled off. Connor, yeah. I've done this a bit of stand up. It's a true story. Walk in the room. There's a woman singing "Patsy Klein's Crazy" through a fucking tracheotomy hole in her throat. She's going, "I'm crazy, crazy for feeling so lonely." <laughs> right. And I go up to the, the guy MC in the fucking gig, Billy Elvis. Shout out to my man Billy. Bill, who? Billy Elvis, because his right. name is Billy Knows an Elvis song. <laughs> sort of fuck. Billy Elvis. Crazy came off, he gets up, we're caught in a trap. I can't get it out, because I love you too much, daughter. And I went, big man, weird fucking doing a gig here. And he was like, oh, why are you just comedians? Ah, what's, your, what's the name, big fella? I'll give you a big intro. And I went, Mickey Bartlett. He's all, ah. Mickey Bartlett and he went right no problem and then he goes girls please welcome Ricky Martin <laughs> and they all Connor every one of them thought they'd won a competition <laughs> it was like he's here he's here Geraldine he's here I knew I knew my dreams would come true the Lord giveth the Lord taketh away he took my thought but he's brought my record I love Vida <laughs> you need to see the visual of this of, of Mickey sticking that microphone to his fucking throat. hell I get on stage right and the whole crack was like I was going to do a wee bit bring Kieran on Kieran's going to do a bit bring Sean on <laughs> I get up and I'm like, yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? Ping, 2P, hit the wall. I'm like, Kieran Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran gets up, like strums a guitar. Ping, ping, ping. He's like, Sean Haggerty. <laughs> Haggerty didn't get up. Kieran went out to start the car. Haggerty then gets up and starts trying to get stuck into them. Like, oh, trying to have a go away. And I remember we came out, running to the car. Like, fucking running <laughs> to it. And uh, one of the girls, one of the big women went, I wouldn't give up the day job. And the only thing I could think... <laughs> I went fucking get a dead job <laughs> drive 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 <laughs> fuck that was the fact you have 20 yards in a row didn't help <laughs> the amount of bad gigs I've had in Lurgan are fucking insane too like remember a guy like, but uh, we've talked this before uh, that must be down to bad organisation it's not actually I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not the people of Lurgan yeah, it's just yeah. it's it happens everywhere people go well stick a comedian on and they don't realise that people have to be invested no oh, yeah if you ever go to a free comedy show it's never good because nobody's yeah, I guess really somebody, I guess you know somebody like, uh, before, obviously before lockdown, but somebody can message me and be like, hey, mate, would you, would you come to an hour of my wedding between the desserts and the band start? And I was like, fucking oh, absolutely not. And if you're asking a comedian, don't, because yes, you think it's a great idea. It's like those two people in the trust who thought the fucking Frank's right. retirement party was going to be a great idea at the Empire. It, it sounds like a good idea. Right, but until you realise that 40 to maybe 60% of the audience of your wedding does not give two fucks right. that you're up there. And then, if anything, wants to show off to the rest of the family because they know all the family real well, so they're more confident than they'd ever be in a pub. Aye. <laughs> because they're surrounded by all friends and family. And they're all taking coke in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember somebody coming, they're all practicing their lines. Aye. And <laughs> somebody come and saw me do a full show. I went, we love you. Will you please do our wedding? And I went, did you see what I just... Uh, I the, the joke I had at the time, the closing joke, was about the first time a young man wanked himself dry. <laughs> and I'm like, you want that at your wedding? Oh. And I, I just keep saying to people, I don't want to be the reason you look through your fucking wedding, like your photo album. And go, do you mind and that? get to the point where you see whenever I've ruined it. Yeah. Aye, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I half think- was, oh, you look great, you look great. And then it hits half eight and everyone's just fucking raging because I've got up. 
And I don't know what people expect. I'm like, do you expect me to go to your fucking wedding and write jokes for the whole wedding party? That, that's, I think, what, do you know what I mean? And I think what happened, was, like, because I've had about two or three of those offers, and each aye. time, automatically, I go, no. Aye. And I'm like, I'm doing you a favor. I could take the money and I can go and do it, but it's not it's not fair on you. And you need your day to be, you know, as you say, I don't want the pressure of fucking Aye. all day. Somebody recently came to us because uh, we do the, the commitments uh-huh. cover band. So somebody came to us and we're like, um, would you, so, via another person said, oh, this such and such wants you to play at their wedding. Um, would you do it? And I was like, no. Aye. And they're like, but they're willing to pay. Just name your price. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you wouldn't even do that at the wedding? No, seriously, no, no, good crack. What that work? No, uh, we, we are set. It's the it's the pressure. No, but we we do we. I suppose there's uh, fucking twenty, isn't it? Uh, there's, there's ten of us in the band, and our set's thirty four songs. So it's like fucking nearly two hour set. Um, but I just th- I just thought here's the problem because they were like, oh, don't worry, this boy's plenty of money, and he said name your price, and I was like, that's worse because then if I put in a massive price. Then there's fucking actual pressure on you to make sure that you are Aye. a fucking good band that are going to be good for the wedding. You know, so I'm going, nah, you're right, just keep it where it is. Aye, t- for 10 people to make any, you need to be charging 10 grand. Ah, that's what I mean. You, you need to, mean? For the, to do a property with 10 people. That would have been a four piece, different story, but Aye. 10 people, you'd want to. And then the, the figure then gets bandied about the family. Did you hear how much you paid for the fucking band? Did you hear that? Did you hear how much the band charged? And then they come out and I have a fucking I ever get sore throat or a yeah. bad throat, you know, and it's not good. And you're like, ah, uh, so I, I just, same as the, as the comedian thing, I was like, nah, too much pressure. I. It's, such, it's, it's a weird fucking thing. Anyway, we'll go to the next question. I, yeah, there's been loads of bad things happening to me on stage. We'll do this fight. This is our, our last question, I think. Let me see. Where the fuck was it? Who the fuck asked me this? Basically, yeah. So performance-wise, would you prefer doing a gig with a large audience or a small audience? Do you like big fucking full rooms or do you like wee intimate? Fucking. I like the wee intimate. I, I don't, I don't think I'm it matters. Maybe it's because what I'm used to. <laughs> it's one of those things. I don't think it matters how many people it is as no. long as the room's full as long as the room's full do you know what I mean because it doesn't matter what 50 size people, the room is 50 yeah. people in a small room can feel like a thousand people in a big room absolutely yeah you know I, I, that's bang on there so it, it, if the room's full no matter what size the room is yeah so if it's ultra hall if it's full yeah it is, yeah. although thing, I have yeah. had a couple of full rooms at the Edinburgh Festival you're like I died for an hour I can't see like, that man whenever you say you've died for an hour you don't, I know Edinburgh's a different story because people here don't really see what we see in that sense is that it's a very international audience yeah. Our accent, you know, you're slowing it down sometimes, you're not doing this as fast. I think there's loads of, yeah, there's there's times where as well where you, maybe two weeks into the fringe, you go, well, I know this show now, and you start phoning it in, you don't realize. Yeah, and then yeah, you're probably, also you're yeah. also dealing with people who have seen maybe five comedy shows that day. And yeah, but so they turn up to well, you yeah. at nine o'clock at night, <laughs> and they've seen fucking jugglers and people fucking, you know, all these, all the random and beautiful things that happen at a fucking comedy festival and you're there like do you ever fart in a pillow and <laughs> your eye turns pink <laughs> uh right uh, i think i did have a question somewhere but hopefully people by this day have realized that if you message me um it's a uh, it's probably it's a look of the draw oh. uh, <laughs> uh yeah so um got a great feedback from uh general banter podcast so oh, good stuff. Them, people like that um, and then somebody has messaged about merch as well, so there's it must be something on that. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll do something. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna we'll look into the merch. Uh, we'll hopefully try and get it out in the next couple of weeks, just to see what the logistics of it is. Um, but uh, for now, we're going to jump over onto our Patreon. So if you want to follow us on Patreon, uh, we're not we've got a, we don't have a minimum, so you can just give us a dollar if you want to listen to the yeah. So Patreon, we'll just explain Patreon's for the podcast. Yeah, um, and if you if you don't want the bonus episodes on Patreon, that's fine and what's right. but they're there available to you if you want to do it. But 
I've got um, some stand-up stuff on there as well. Um, my Ulster Hall show, you've got a show on it. Yeah. Uh, also, leave us a wee review on your podcast app, whatever you listen to, just because we just like to get a wee bit of feedback. Well, Apple, I think apparently it helps to get yourself um, promoted a bit more if you have more reviews and more right. stars. So give us those stars, yeah, baby. Yeah, fire us a couple of stars. And uh, look after yourselves, and we'll see you soon. Cheerio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.